Hey y'all. What's up? So I know we've been missing for a minute, you know. We've been kind of busy. Yeah, I know y'all probably like, how y'all busy during quarantine? Look. You know, there's ways. Yeah, okay. especially with things opening back up. I I live in Austin, but my family lives in Dallas, so mm-hmm. I've been having to travel back and forth for that and different yeah. things. So yeah. Yeah, but we we miss we back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we miss y'all. Um, we happy to be doing this again. I know this week y'all are like what we talking about. And it's actually been a really, um, I don't know, a hot topic since it arrived on the scene. Mm-hmm. Can, Can you know? guess what we talking about? Can you guess? There's some, wait, 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 wait. Okay. There's some mmms in this house. There's some mmms in, in this house. There's some mmms in this house. With this. about WAP, you know, with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, um, which is interesting because I don't really care for Cardi B, but I really do like Megan. Yeah, I listen to anything she put out, you know. You know, it's been, when I first heard the song, (laughs) um, I don't know, it was interesting, like, I was already kind of skeptical how it was going to be with Cardi B, because I haven't listened to any of her music since like she first came on the scene um just because of some you know like i don't really like her as a person speaking truthfully so i kind of got disinterested in her music but when she put this song out, i was like oh this kind of seemed like it's gonna be popping or whatever yeah um but when i heard the song i was like "Mm." (laughs) you know i felt like when I first heard the song, I was like, okay, this song is okay. Like, they, I felt, felt like they overhyped it. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, to me, it was, I felt like it was going to be annoying quick. And yeah. so, I wasn't really paying too much attention to the song or the words or whatever. But then, you know, when you get on Twitter, you see everybody writing their think pieces about this song. I'm talking about a whole dissertation. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, I didn't even know that... Uh... Right. People was thinking this deep about it. There's so many opinions and things going out there. We just wanted to talk about it. Yeah, because people were making some valid points and bringing up some ideas that um, have crossed my mind or didn't, you know, cross my mind. So it's a nice little discussion topic, you know. Right. And like from what we were seeing on social media, it's like people were either talking about like. They were, they were for the song because it was sexual liberation. And then you have other people who are talking about it and saying that it was over-sexualizing black women, like, once again type of song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then people were bringing, like, if they had kids, would they be listening to this? What's the age appropriate? What? It's just so many different things. But we're going to dive into it today. And, and also, even after this discussion is over, we would like to hear from y'all what y'all think. So we'll probably, like, post some things on our story. Just keep a lookout for that mm-hmm. um, so we can keep the conversation flowing <laughs> to see what y'all think about it. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about our initial, well, not our initial thoughts about the song, but, like, how we feel. Like, what side were we on? about like when I first watched this video what were some of the thoughts that I had and I had a lot of thoughts yeah. honestly 
I didn't like Cardi B's part. I still don't really like Cardi B's part. It don't flow like Meg's do. Yeah. Like for me, Megan, she just be flowing like she bring a different level to the song. But Cardi B just be spitting out. <laughs> she just be spitting out vulgar words. Like I just be like, what? But I ain't gonna lie, the more I listen to the song, I can't say the more I have... It's getting catchy. Yeah, it's getting catchy. It's like, okay, you yeah. know, like, I'm kind of lit. I'm kind of turned <laughs> up on this song. <laughs> yeah. I thought the video was actually really good for, like, them... I think they did it all on green screens and stuff, so... Oh, really? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. It looks really nice, yeah. yeah. I didn't like that part with Kylie Jenner in there. But, you know, we gonna talk about that. Right, like, <laughs> Why they stick her in there? Yeah. No, honestly, when they stuck her in there, I just... See, I like Kylie Jenner. But the thing about her is that I am bothered by the fact that she be culturally appropriating. Yeah. You know, like... The, and then everybody treats her as such as well. So, like, you know... Everybody treat her as if she's a black woman, but she's not. Yeah. And so I just be so confused. Like... I don't know. Maybe it's not that deep, but to me, when they just planted her in there, compared to all the other women that were in there, yeah. it just didn't fit to me. I think they solely put her in there. Because she liked the baddie. For marketing. Like, yeah. she got she got all that other audience that, you know, probably, like probably the, the white audience to, like, tune into the actual video. Yeah, but, you know, they be listening to us anyway. That's true. You know, <laughs> so it's like they really need that much, but I get it, I guess, you know. Um, but I didn't even know she was in the video until I watched it. Yeah. I felt like the, I guess, the lyrics in the music video was like, at first listening to it, I was like, okay, this is, this is really explicit because... The actual video is different from the song. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. I actually like the video version better than I like the song. Because when I heard the song, that's when I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you know. But it's so crazy because, you know, I listen to other inappropriate songs. You know what I'm saying? It can be really vulgar. But I don't know. I guess this one was a little different because it was like, bam, bam, bam. It was no, like, flow yeah. into, you know nastiness it was like right, bam right there in our face sitting in my face <laughs> and then i kind of had to like question myself like well i mean i'm i'm kind of taken aback by this song but there's plenty of other songs like this that are um just as nasty from men yeah that are talking and it, it was crazy seeing men on twitter saying how this song was you know vulgar and all this but they've been Baby, talking so about this since what the 80s 90s or whatever that's true that is so true and, and when you flip it like that it make you feel like because what's this song i was just listening to it in the car um <laughs> dang it what is that song called basically really any song from the 2000s get really explicit like even the um the the dudes that be whispering listening to ear the yin yang twins like uh all of that stuff like i feel like all of those songs are super explicit but i guess because you know it's coming from men it don't it, it don't get a red flag like yeah. it would when it comes from women you know right which is the double standard that we always have to think about especially when black women do things you right. know which is a whole nother topic mm -hmm. you know like when black women do things um 
it always gets like a harsher, um, more like scrutiny. Yeah, and I feel like it's because black women have to first, you know, especially deal with like being black and then being a woman. So we have like all of these pressures to have this certain image and when we don't fall in that certain image we're always getting like critiqued Mm -hmm. and like even when we do fall in the image we still still get get critiqued yeah Yeah. it's like we literally under a microscope at all times which is like it brings up the question of like okay is this like sexual liberation or is it being like our black women hypersexualizing yes. ourselves because of the history yeah. that has been like within our culture, you know? Yeah. This is something that I like, I always question like historically, like you go back to slavery, how black women were, I, I even listened to a podcast and they were saying how when like colonizers first went to Africa, they saw the black women with no tops on or whatever. And so from that instance, they made this assumption that black women are sexual beings like only yeah and so that it stems from there and i feel like society has hypersexualized black women so are we are we like socialized to do that to ourselves as Mm -hmm. well or are we actually trying to be sexually liberated right and break free from those so-called like chains so it is kind of like it's kind of borderline like okay is this something that we that's been ingrained or is this something that we have power and we took control over you know and what's the the line between like giving respect to yourself and disrespecting yourself you know like because on every post do you have to always have your clothes off to show you know that you are sexually liberated or is that you hypersexualizing yourself yeah I, I really think this is an important conversation to have because it is it's a sensitive topic and it if is. you say the wrong thing in certain spaces people automatically are like shut you down yeah they're like you shouldn't be talking that's the wrong way to think blah 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 but have you actually just sat down and thought about why like the reasoning behind like posting a a certain picture because to me i feel like the problem isn't the actual song it's that we don't have that many representation or images in the media other than sexualized images exactly and that is the big issue that is the one that like takes it home for me because even like i remember like in the early 2000s you know like women it was always minority women black women specifically that were like posted on like men's walls like in those you know like the video vixen video girl you know what I'm saying? Those were like, it was like women in bathing suits. Like, I remember I would go to my cousin's house and like, those were the women that would be plastered on the walls or like in those type of magazines and stuff. And so it just makes you think, like, those are the women that you would see in the music videos and like dancing with no clothes on and stuff like that. So it just makes you seem, it just makes you think like, okay, is this all that we possess? You know, just imagine like a little girl, you see yourself you know, or someone that looks like you on TV, and this is all that you see. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what's viewed in the media. This is what's on social media. Like, so it's like, do you feel that you're capable of doing more? Right. You know, do you feel like this is what's the token to get a guy's attention or to be respected or to, you know, just 
be seen. Like, is that really? You're doing the complete opposite. Right. And people like to say celebrities shouldn't be role models anyway. Like, you should be teaching our kids. But the reality is, kids are gonna. Mm-hmm. See people in the media want to be like them. Exactly. And that's the real. That's realistic. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's you can't just tell kids to ignore the media. That's go, that's part of their world. And especially now, mm-hmm. like it was different even when we were growing up. Because what we had MySpace. Like <laughs> we had. Right. We didn't have. We had flip phones. You know, that's like. True. So now this is all that they know, you know, like the YouTubers, the Instagram models, like, you know, people going viral on Twitter, like, this is what they see, this is what they know, so it's kind of like, yeah, you can say, oh, you're, you should be teaching your kids this, should, 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 but it's like, the reality of it is, The media is teaching it. your kids as well. Exactly. And it's like, scientifically proven that like... You know, self-esteem is impacted greatly just by social media. So, like, Mm -hmm. especially for, like, let's say black girls, if we're looking at social media and all these are the only images we're seeing, like, we're going to start trying to build our self-worth around that. Like, oh, maybe that's how I should view myself. Exactly. Especially when... It could be things going on at home, you know, just the environment of, like, being a teenager or, like, you know, being around people that's, like, cruel or already, you know, making you feel a certain type of way. You bring all of those different pressures into the mix. And so, of course, you are seeking attention from those, you know, like, avenues. So, I don't know. I'll just be feeling like people be... Like, oh, well, you this, this, and that. But it's like, we have to think about what is realistic, what's really happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I don't know. It's a lot. And don't get me wrong. Like, we're all for, like, women empowerment and, like, sexual liberation. But then you, it, we're always thinking about, like, what is the underlying reason? Mm -hmm. Behind it all. Because even, like, I was um, looking at this girl. She's a YouTuber, and she posted about the WAP song, and she was like, "Um, I wouldn't allow my daughter or my kids to listen to this type of music or whatever, especially before a certain age. And, yeah, like, you... You can filter things out of your kids' lives, but curiosity is so real. You know what I'm saying? And um, I wonder, like, okay, so you have parents that are trying to filter out those things. Would you still get a hold to those things anyway? You know what I'm saying? You go to school, you have friends where their parents let them listen to it. So it's kind of, it make you feel like, okay, this is inevitable. So how can I teach my kid how to go walk into this world with those um, notions, you know? And it's, it's not like this issue just lies on us. It's, it's a larger issue. Like Mm -hmm. these, the record companies, they, this is what they want to see out of black artists. And that's why there's not as many like black artists that you see talking about other things besides sex, money, drugs. Right. It's because that's what's profitable. And, and like, then if you do see that, if you do see them talking about other things, they're not as popular. Right. And, you know, these these record companies, the owners are white, white men. So, yes. you know, they're putting their perception on us. So we're still being socialized because we're getting taught this is 
this is how we can only be seen in the media. Therefore, we perpetuate those mm-hmm. images. Yep. Yep. And then uh, it's another thing, too. Like, people that are non-black, um, they still profit off of us as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a whole, like, cycle that I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, how did we get here? <laughs> No, it's a lot, and it's like, even like you were saying, like, with the Twitter thing, it's like, if you try to talk about these things, you get shut down for it, but really what we need to be doing is creating a space, because these are some valid points to bring up, like, I always feel like there's an underlining behind every action, you know what I'm saying, and it's like cause and effect or whatever, so it's like, even like, I know we're in the world of like, you know, slut shaming, no slut shaming, and like, you know, ain't nobody a hoe or you a hoe and it's okay and you know that type of yeah. thing or whatever and that's that's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's that's cool. But it's like, what does that mean for you? What? How do you internalize that? What is your causes and reasons behind you feeling the need to post certain things or get certain attention or you know dress a certain way? Like, are you doing it because this is what you actually want to do or are you doing it to seek validation in other ways? Right. Yeah. And you know, we we definitely see, you know, the other side as well, like how black women have to uphold these respectability politics. Right. Things like that and And we still not respect it even when we do uphold those respectability politics. Right, right. And so that's I feel like a good thing to think about as well, is like is this is it also can be freeing, like singing these songs and like just having this I don't care attitude I'm gonna say what I want to say or sing what I want to sing type of thing mm-hmm. and I feel like in the up uh, that way you are also showing people that you can be yourself and you can like be sexually liberated and I think another problem is people are still like hush hush about like sex especially oh, for in real. the black community and so mm-hmm. I feel like these songs and having these artists you know singing these songs makes it more like open it's open like no shame cause I was yeah. I don't know if y'all watch this show but I love this show it's called Married at First Sight and one of the girls on there she so basically you get married to a partner and you don't know them before the wedding you literally married at first sight and so she went into the marriage and she was a virgin and which is like totally fine she wants to save herself for marriage but when they got into the actual marriage it became really complicated because she didn't even want to have the discussion of sex she didn't feel comfortable talking about sexual things or like you know intimate topics or anything like that and it was because she had so much shame and guilt surrounded around sexuality and i feel like that is how a lot it's like no medium for us like black women it's either you have all this guilt and shame whether that be like because of how you were raised or maybe like sexual trauma or maybe it could be just like you know religion so many things that go into that or you're extremely hypersexualized and so you have these like conflicting things it's like it's on two extremes of the spectrum you know what i mean like and I, I, I want us to find that balance because it's like, you don't have to, you know, talk about 
or like post and be naked all the time to show that you are a sexual being and that's okay. Right. But you also shouldn't be shy about talking about sex or or your what's on your body or what you like to do or like those are things that need to be talked about. Those are discussions that we should be having and I feel like that would even make healthier sex lives for a lot of people if we had more discussions about sex and stuff like that. So, I don't know, I just want us to find the balance. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like a lot of things about sex are repressed, and a lot of it does come from, like, religion, and, like, I feel like that's why you see a lot of these things happening in the church, like, with, or with priests or pastors, like, these sexual crimes, Mm -hmm. and, uh, misconduct that happens because it's been repressed and when something is repressed for a long time it's gonna come out in a negative way right especially if it's already trauma surrounding that because that's the thing we got like generational trauma from like you know like sexually you know that's why all of these like it's like molestation happening rape and sexual abuse happening within our own family dynamics but nobody's talking about it nobody's bringing awareness to it you know, it kind of get passed down, and mm-hmm. you know, there you go. It's the shame, the guilt, sexual trauma, and now you don't even know what to think of your own self. You know what I'm saying? So, right. it's a lot. <laughs> That's why I feel like, it, you know, with anything, balance is important. Yeah, so. balance. I think that's the key. It's balance. It's like we need representation all across, like in different ways like yeah. yes we need, we need that those uh sexual representation in the media but we also need other representation as well mm-hmm. and i feel like that's where the change needs to happen like we need to be able to look up and see ourselves in different aspects exactly and that's the thing black women are the most educated in the country do y'all know that like and for that not to be portrayed in the media i think that is the thing that's really got me like it's frustrating because even in shows like for instance scandal uh olivia pope she was very powerful very educated but she it was like they didn't see her as valuable or respected it until she was what sleeping with the the president Mm -hmm. like (laughs) she gotta be sleeping with the president or some man specifically some white man in order for the show to have value in order for her to have value as a character like i just you know i just want us to be able to be educated and black and a woman and powerful exactly in all forms in every aspect you know like i don't know but when that's gonna come i don't know (laughs) you know will i see that in the media in my lifetime because well it's and people we follow and people on social media of course we see people doing good things and, and that's but that's because we intentional about yeah it. that's because and we know these things we right. want to show ourselves in different types of like um aspects or whatever but it's but the media is a very powerful platform it is and somehow that's not coming across as far as the representation that you can just see by looking at twitter or instagram 
Exactly, especially because like now YouTube is the flow. Yeah, you know when people are seeing on YouTube or what the kids are seeing on YouTube, they taking that in, they digesting that. Whether that's like conscious or subconscious, you know what I'm saying. So I, I definitely believe like I don't know. I, I want us to do better, and it's not like you said. It's not all on us. It's definitely not all on us, yeah. but um, we can play a part in. You know, making it better. Yeah. Or just bringing awareness to it at least. I just want us to have, be able to have more. I think a lot of people don't know how to have an actual, like, conversation or disagree. Like, if you're telling somebody or cutting somebody off because that's like, no, like, you shouldn't be saying that. We, um, it's my way or the highway. Right. (laughs) Like, that's not how you have a conversation. Like, people, people's opinions are based off of their personal experiences mm-hmm. so you can't discount somebody's personal experience mm-hmm. because of the opinion that you disagree with exactly and then like if you hold space for whatever they're trying to tell you y'all can both learn something from each other you know that's something that i really had to learn in college like because I'm such a passionate person, and I also am a tourist, so I'm very, very stubborn, and I also feel like I'd be right, mm-hmm. so it was it was hard for me to see other people's opinions and be able to actually listen and hear them, because it's a difference between like, okay, mm-hmm, I heard you, but I'm formulating my own response in my mind, versus, oh no, I'm actually hearing what you have to say, because I want to learn from you. Right. And you know when, like, let's say you're on Twitter and you basically saying somebody is wrong or whatever. When you say that, they're not receiving that. The way they not. Think. Like, when you aren't actually listening and you're, like, attacking them, they automatically go into defense mode mm-hmm. because you're, you're trying to protect yourself, right? Exactly. And when you're being attacked, you know? And that's all I see on Twitter all day, every day. Like, Twitter is funny. I love to go to Twitter for a nice, nice laughs. But Twitter be out here canceling people left and right. I be right. like, oh, my gosh. Like, what is happening? And they so wishy-washy. And then be digging back years. <laughs> they, they, invest, they investigators too I'm like y'all better than the FBI right. like, like think about like think about stuff that you used to say a long time ago that you don't agree with anymore no, and seriously. then somebody bring it up in your face and being like well this is still who you are right like, like People grow, you know, people change. Unless they're still doing the same thing, then yeah, like... That's something different, but like something... Because it's a lot of... Look, y'all. It's a lot of stuff I used to say back in the day, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff that I used to allow happen back in the day that I would never allow to take place in front of my face. Like, for instance, a big one. A big one that's like brought awareness to is like the N-word. I used to have non-black friends. You know what I'm saying? I still do. But non-black friends specifically that I grew up around that I would allow them to say the N-word because it wasn't, I didn't know that that was not a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so especially because they, I grew up in a minority-based community, so... You know, everybody was mostly black for the most part, but then we also had, like, Hispanics and, you know, 
well mostly just hispanics yeah <laughs> we really have no other races but yeah so it was like hispanic people saying you know the n-word and that would be happening and it was just like i wasn't checking them on it because i didn't even i wasn't aware of that but would i let that happen today hell no i would not so it's just like you gotta remember like people grow people change people evolve um and when they don't then you hold them accountable for who they are right now in your face like yeah. presently but you can't be bringing receipts up back from when they was in kindergarten like come on now right. <laughs> you can't be bringing receipts up back 20 years ago and <laughs> throwing it in their face like are you the same person you were 20 years ago or even five years ago no, exactly <laughs> like, but yeah but back to the actual conversation. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just think that, like, me and Marshla, we, okay, we be listening to the songs, okay? We do. We be listening to the songs, and they be our songs. Okay? <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> I think we just, we just want our community to be more aware of, you know, the different things that go into it, and, like, underlying reasons why we may have only a certain type of music um, or certain type of lyrics in our community like mm-hmm. especially when it comes to black women because when you think about it like I'm thinking about rap specifically yeah we're not valued <laughs> like at all and then it's like you know even with female white Rappers. I was about to say rappers. <laughs> well, even with female rappers, it's like they be in competition. Mm-hmm. Now, let's think. It is so many black male artists, rappers in the industry. But it's like when it comes to female rappers, it's only like one person can take the spot. Mm-hmm. It's no space created for multiple women to do their thing. You know, and that be okay, and it not be them fighting against each other for the spot. So I feel like, you know, that kind of all ties into it. You know, us not having a a bigger variety of topics, us not having more spots, us not being respected or valued. Like, the list goes on. (laughs) I was just reminded of this video Cardi B um, put out. She was speaking, saying... Um, how people were always saying why she's talking sexually in songs. And she was like, because y'all don't want to hear me talk about other stuff. Y'all don't want to hear me talk about world issues or blah, blah, blah. And so... Oh, that's so sad. Right. That is so sad. So the fact that we be thinking like, oh, they just... They're so sexually liberated. Sometimes they feel like they have to be sing. in this category. Yeah, in order to like make it in the business. And that's kind of true. Like we yeah. that's the type of music that we value. Like we don't other artists that may be famous, they're not mainstream. Like let's say like uh Tierra Wet. Is that her name? What's her name? Tierra something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um like she's she's pretty well known but she's not like a mainstream mainstream artist and it's because her music is different like yeah and when they're you're not used to hearing women talk about those types of things like you 
kind of like disregard them. I just mm-hmm. put them on you because yeah. it's like you. It's like to them, it's like oh, you only need to be putting out this. This is the only thing that I want to hear from you. Like even when- as far as black women, we don't really have a lot of representation when it comes to other issues or other things that are being talked about. Yeah, specifically, I would say like rap. Yeah, when it comes to rap, like. That's true. You don't really, cause, cause you know we got our R and B and stuff, yeah. especially cause you name, you know, you know my girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when it comes to rap, it's like one line only. You gotta be twerking, you gotta be shaking your booty, you gotta be having little to no clothes on, and that was just all good thing. Like them is like, okay, yes, girl, get it, girl, bad, to, yeah, baddie. We, we definitely need that, but. Like where but it's like, the, where's the balance? Yeah. Can we talk about some real stuff, too, in these rap songs? Like, can we talk about some... Can we have a a, a, a female version of J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar? Like, yeah. we don't have that. And then especially because we got the stereotype of, like, oh, like, angry black woman. So I can't imagine, like, how, what the backlash would be from a rap a female artist talking about real content bringing the same approach and vibe as like Kendrick Lamar. Even with Beyonce, Black is King, people have stuff to say talking about, I don't want to hear that, mm-hmm. that stuff. Like, <laughs> like, girl, people be saying, I all got to say. Like, how you not going to want to hear about your, like, your culture? Your culture. But you know what? That is, I feel like that's just how we have been socialized. Yeah, definitely, because, you know, we don't value ourselves, we don't value our culture that we created, because, you know, of course, we were, like, stripped from our culture, Um, but, you know, I feel like we don't value it like we should, the culture that we have created, black culture, you know. Yeah, Yeah. but I really, I really like this topic, I think it's something that we should talk about more yeah, for sure. And I, I definitely like that we were able to bring some awareness to I hope y'all got some nuggets from it or it brought up some Girl, they gonna tear us things. Apart. No, for <laughs> real? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, ooh. You know, but that's what we here for. We here to bring up uncomfortable conversations or topics that are not super popular or, right. you know. we're not, And we're not here to criticize. We're here to talk about, you know, the the thing as a whole exactly. like what's really going on in this entirety exactly exactly and bring it to the surface you know we here to create the space yeah like we want to have these discussions because we always having them you know behind closed doors so we just want to put it out there you know to show that these these topics can be discussed with opposing views you yeah. know and we definitely um want to hear from you on what you think about um this topic and if you got some nuggets from this or if you feel like we should have touched on something else, let us know mm-hmm. in, in the next um, discussion we have on this topic. Yeah, because we we this probably won't be the last time we talk about this. It's just too big. It is. It is for sure, for sure. But yeah, to be continued, Leah, thank y'all so much for, wa- for listening. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening to us. Um, we hope to hear from y'all. And just stay on the lookout for our Instagram stories, our posts on our actual Instagram to keep, you know, y'all updated and stuff. Yeah, keep um, liking our posts, share our posts, 
interact with us give us suggestions we're here for all of it all of it all right y'all bye bye That is B-L-A-C-K, Minds, M-I-N-D-S, Matter, M-A-T-T-E-R. Period. Uh, <laughs> and we will see you all on the next podcast. Bye, y'all.